0: Thank you. I am alone in saying that Harry Parch is one of the most fascinating figures in all of American music. He's a musically fascinating, fascinating person, though, in general. He was a tireless traveler of America's back roads as a hobo, on trains, as a hitchhiker, on foot, any way that he could do it. And he built his own instruments, often out of junk and trash that he found on the side of the road in his travels. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about composers who are not content to write for standard instruments or even to repurpose those instruments using extended techniques. we am going to be talking about composers who build their own instruments, and of course, you can't talk about that without talking about Harry Parch a little bit as he really is the godfather of this whole tradition. We heard a little bit there of his Daphne of the Dunes, It's music inspired by film that he saw by a friend of his who had filmed herself kind of horsing around at the Indiana Dunes with a good friend of hers. And he saw that footage, and it reminded him of the Daphne and Apollo myth, and so he wrote this wonderful music and called it Daphne of the Dunes. Well, we could do a whole show on Harry Parch, but I want to focus on modern-day composers who have chosen to follow in his footsteps. The next composer I want to play, Dean Drummond, unfortunately just passed away in April, but he is by far the biggest name in this field of invented instruments after Harry Parch. In fact, he was the director of the Harry Parch Institute for many, many years. He was the founder of New Band, which was an ensemble dedicated to performing these pieces. When you think about it, this ensemble is not only going to have to learn the music, but they're going to have to learn how to build all of these instruments to the composer's specifications. Dean invented many, many instruments over the years. I think the most famous and the one that we're going to hear a little bit of is the Zumizaphone. And I'm just going to read a little bit of a description of the Zumizaphone. It says, This instrument uses 129 aluminum tubes tuned to a 31 note per octave source scale in just intonation. It can be played by one or more percussionists. The instrument is divided into five sections, which, laid end to end, would span a distance of 20 feet so this thing is huge. Struck with mallets or bowed, these justly tuned bars ring with a clear, pure sound until they're damped with the hand or a mallet. We're going to have a listen to a piece called Then or Never from 1984 by Dean Drummond. This is new band performing. It's for flute, viola, double bass, and the is a phone. Music there by one of the great icons of invented instruments, Dean Drummond. That was then or never, performed by new band. We heard the flute, viola, double bass, and Dean Drummond's signature instrument, the Zumizaphone. They're played by three people. The Zumizaphone, again, is uh, like a marimba, but with aluminum tubes, and about 164 of them. It spans 20 feet, so it must be quite something to see performed live, I I would think, on the rare occasions that it is performed live. We're listening to music by composers who make up their own instruments. Uh, Again, not content to just simply repurpose other instruments or uh, use extended techniques or anything to get new sounds. They want truly new sounds, so uh, they will repurpose anything. In fact, a lot of times they repurpose trash, uh, as is the case of this next CD, The Pick of the Litter by David Simons. This features the ensemble called Music for Homemade Instruments, which was founded by Skip LaPlante, a composer we'll hear from a little bit later, and Carol Weber. It's an ensemble of classically trained musicians who invent, build, compose for, perform on, and teach with musical instruments built from trash and found objects. We're going to have a listen to a string quartet, as he calls it, called "This Hoary Perch." Again, this is by David Simons. This is not the standard string quartet. You will not hear two violins, viola, and cello. All of these string instruments have been built from the trash. Let's have a listen. "This Hoary Perch" by David Simons. You have to love that. It's literally on the edge of my seat there when those harmonics come in, just wondering how high he's going to be able to go. That's really incredible. Even to do that on a normal string instrument would be difficult, but on a, on a manufactured instrument from trash, well, that's, uh, that's quite incredible. What a, what a sense of fun we heard there, uh, that, that music. This Hoary Perch by composer David Simons, which I think is a reference to Harry Parch, again, the, uh, the godfather of this invented instrument's sound. We heard music for string quartet, but I don't think anybody would confuse that with the standard Haydn Quartet of two violins, viola and cello. These are instruments that he made uh, that were found in the trash. In fact, it's on a record called Pick of the Litter, We heard the Music for Homemade Instruments Ensemble performing. And, you know, as I was researching today's show, as you can imagine, it was just a heck of a lot of fun to listen to all of this music. These composers are having fun, I think, finding the instruments, building them, uh, coming up with this music, playing each other's music, and it is a relatively small community of people doing this. I think it's all fun, and there's definitely a sense of humor and and, uh, just kind of a a joy de vivre here. Um, I love that music. Horry Perch by David Simons. Well, the Music for Homemade Instruments Ensemble was founded by Skip Plant and Carol Weber, and Skip Plant is himself a composer and an instrument builder. In fact, I think it's a relatively small community. Uh, I was joking as I was listening to that music that I could imagine somebody going through the trash and, and looking for instruments and then stumbling across another composer. <laughs> oh, you're one of them too, are you? <laughs> I don't know that it's that small a community, but it is a fairly small community. I do have a piece by Skip Plant that I'd like to feature. It's called Theme and Variations in 13 Equal. And again, the instrument list reads like a, a sort of who's who of musical oddities. We're going to hear icicles, a bass carimba, which is apparently large cardboard tubes. We're going to hear lagimbas, various-sized pieces of wood on styrofoam boxes, fire alarm bells, broiler pan gongs, kobas, variously-sized pieces of electrical conduit pipe laid on styrofoam boxes, (laughs) anything he can find in the trash and turn into a wonderful musical instrument. We're going to listen to eight of the variations. This is the American Festival of Microtonal Music, Johnny Reinhardt, director. We heard eight variations there from the Theme and Variations in 13 Equal by a composer and instrument builder, Skip Leplant. That was the American Festival of Microtonal Music, John Reinhardt, performing. It's interesting to me that these composers who build their own instruments are also so interested in microtonal instruments. So not only do they, uh, they, they crave new timbres, but they want new tunings also. Very restless people who are, are really, really pushing out as far as they can. I mean, really, really trying to come up with some, some very, very new sounds. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. On today's show, I'm talking about composers who build their own instruments. You can find out more information on Facebook or on our website at relevanttones.com. The Balinese gamelan has been a huge inspiration to so many composers for many, many reasons. I think mainly because it draws from folk music, and it has this kind of theatrical element to it. But it's also the rhythmic aspects. It's very complicated rhythms when you put all the musicians together. On their own, the rhythms are very simple. But when you interlock 20 to 30 people playing their rhythms on these wonderful gongs, the uh, the overall effect is really quite fascinating. Composer Terry Dame here has created her own gamelan. She calls it the Electric Junkyard Gamelan. And again, we see here the same sense of fun that we saw with the other composers with the invented instruments and the names of the instruments. Here we're gonna hear the rhubarb, an electric rubber band harp. We're gonna hear the sitello, an electric cello sitar combination, the terraphone, a copper pipe reed horn, tuned glasses, a four octave clay pot marimba, all kinds of things like that and a huge array of percussion instruments. You're gonna hear the same complex rhythmic patterns that I was talking about with the Gamelon. Let's have a listen. This is a piece called Garden Music. Is the Electric Junkyard Gamelon performing music by Terry Dame. listening there to the Electric Junkyard gamelan, very similar to an actual gamelan, We can hear the metal pots there being struck in these very intricate rhythmic patterns, but then overlaid on that are those wonderful sustained crystal sounds and then uh, the, the sort of either crystal or glass cups that are being struck also. Uh, I think it's one of the more of the structured pieces that we listen to also. There's a, there's a harmonic underpinning that, that goes all the way through the piece, so it's a little less free form than some of the things that we heard on this show exploring invented instruments. That piece was Garden Music by Terry Dame and her electric junkyard, Gamelon. Well, our next composer is another one of these icons in uh, not only invented instruments, but really in in new music. She's a singer, a composer, an instrument builder, a restless intellect, as so many of these people are, that we've uh, been featuring today. Just a, a wonderful force, I think, in contemporary music. She's been on the board of the American Music Center, uh, the MADA Festival, which is Philip Glass's new music festival. I mean, the, the list of accomplishments goes on and on and on. I'm talking of Joan LaBarbera. And this piece that she wrote called Silent Scroll was commissioned by a new band, which you may remember was started by Dean Drummond, who was in turn the um, director of the Harry Parch Institute for many years. So those are the names that come up again and again, time and again, Dean Drummond, Harry Parch, Joan LaBarbera, in this community of people inventing their own instruments. This piece is uh, for the voice, her voice, cello or double bass, flute, Two zuma which you may remember is that instrument created by Dean Drummond, and cup gongs. Let's have a listen. This is New Band, performing Silent Scroll by Joan LaBarbera. The incomparable Joan LaBarbera singing with New Band, her piece Silent Scroll. We heard the uh, Zuma Zophones there, that unmistakable sound I think we're getting familiar with now, the 164 aluminum tube marimba that's 20 feet long, <laughs> played by two or three people. The invention of Dean Drummond, who also founded New Band, a uh, really intrepid ensemble dedicated to performing all these wonderful works for invented instruments. Well, quite a wealth of sounds we've had from composers here who are inventing their own instruments. It's not just uh, banging on on trash. You can make string instruments out of them. You can blow through them. You can do all the things that people do with the more traditional instruments. But of course, we get a wildly divergent set of sounds, and uh, it's up to the composer's sense also of form and structure. Some of the pieces, I think, were uh, pretty, pretty open in terms of structure. It wasn't the point at all to structure them. And then other pieces were very tightly structured, and uh, that was very much the point then to have the sounds kind of uh, functioning within a more classical structure but be so wildly different than what we think of as classical music i want to go out on a piece by gabriel prokofiev who is the grandson of the famous russian composer this is from his album import export the suite for global junk we're going to hear the movement called fanta this is the wonderful british percussionist joby burgess playing a fanta bottle as you've never heard it before enjoy Import Export, the subtitled The Suite for Global Junk by composer Gabriel Prokofiev. We heard the movement called Fanta, performed by Power Plant, which is the multimedia project of percussionist Joby Burgess. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders at WFMT, with special thanks to Seth Kelly and Jonas Kramer. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, an anonymous donor, DePaul University, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. I'm Seth Bosted, and thanks for listening.